Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello to you beautiful people out there. Welcome to the Confused Breakfast Podcast. On this podcast, we review the movies that define the 80s, 90s, and 2000s for us as kids. But you really can't talk about the defining media of your formative years without talking about the rest of pop culture. On our Mini Bite episodes, affectionately known as Mini Bites, <laughs> we dive into some other aspects of childhood that must be explored. On today's fun-sized conversation, and after the alarming success of chatting about 8-bit Nintendo in a previous Mini Bite episode. Yeah. Alarming. Alarming. We jump into the 16-bit gaming console world and talk about Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Woo! Yeah. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. So, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> Let's hit some review time first. Review time. <laughs> okay, so this is from BB Loves Bear 1411. So like baby <laughs> Baby, BB, BB loves bear. BB loves bear. It's called Subtle Brag. Hello, I just discovered your podcast and I listened to the first episode today. I have to brag. I did see Hocus Pocus in theaters. My Ooh, birthday wow. is four days before Halloween, so obviously Ugh. it's my favorite holiday. I mean, got to. It should be anyway, but you're lucky to have a nice little birthday there. Uh, for my 11th birthday, my mom took me and my slumber party to see Hocus Pocus at the Discount Dollar Theater near us, the Pinnacle Theater in Thornton, Colorado, to be exact. I worked at that theater when I was 16, 17. It's still my all-time favorite job. Sadly, it's closed down. Bummer. I love the movie the first time I saw it, and I love it to this day. 10 out of 10. It's a tradition for me and my family to watch it every year. I don't brag about anything, but this one I couldn't pass up. Anyway, I really enjoyed this episode. Can't wait to listen to the rest. I'm already jonesing for the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. I still watch that show to this day. Thanks for the fun, you guys. I can only speak for myself, but I am thankful for your humor and lighthearted banter. I am grateful for the memories. This is jogging. I smile the whole time listening. Keep up the great work. Damn. Wow. OG Becca is who wrote that. Thanks, <laughs> Becca. Becca. Thank you. Damn. Wow. I mean, I'm just saying, these are like real people that are having wow. a good time listening to us. Those are a lot of words that are uh, sound really good to me. Did you hear that? So. <laughs> having a good time. Yeah, wow. Thank you so much. Uh that's uh I love I love how it like spurs such deep like memories yep. and and passion for yep. like for people and it's something so close to home for somebody that they uh they got to tell us about it. That's right. awesome. And, yeah. and we welcome that. Uh, you know, this is all free. So the support you guys can give us is not only telling people about the podcast, sharing it around, but leaving reviews, five-star reviews for us. You can also leave voicemails. Ooh, what? We have oh. a delicious number, 319-804-9596. I got another voicemail for you. Okay. You Ready go? for it? Yeah. Here, we, God. here we go. Hey, guys. Name's Rob. Uh, from Charles City, Iowa. What's up, bro? Love your show. Love your podcast. Uh, found out about you guys through TikTok. And glad to have fellow Iowans talking about nostalgia. 
And uh, I'd love to recommend to you, uh, if you haven't done already, never-ending story, mm. maybe one and two, maybe do like a two-for-one kind of deal, or uh, maybe even garbage pail kids movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. One. man, nightmare fuel. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot, guys. You guys do an awesome job. Can't wait to hear more of you. Hell yeah. Thanks, wow. Rob. Thanks, man. From the home state of Iowa. Home state. Yeah. City. It's close enough. Like it is. We could probably go have lunch with Rob someday. Absolutely. You yeah, know, just be like, hey, Rob, we're at your house. Yeah. What's up? Hey. Feed us. Hey, you just want to watch Never Ending Story, dude? Yeah. You want to talk to Garbage Pail Kids? <laughs> is I, that, was that a movie? Did he say movie? Yeah. Was, there was a Garbage Pail Kids oh, movie? Oh, it's terrifying. I don't, re- I don't remember. I remember the cars. I remember the cars and for I, sure. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Like, but my brother, my older brother would definitely know all about it. Yeah. Well, we may have to dive into that a little deeper. If you have suggestions like Rob, you can leave us a voicemail. Tell us how great the podcast is. You can also get on our Patreon. We have a couple different tiers and ways for you to uh, support us. The top tier not only gets to hear behind-the-scenes episodes where every week we, we do some further chatting, some further topics, but you also get mentioned on the episodes along with being able to uh, have your have your input for future episodes. So we got a list of our, our top patrons that we read every episode, and they are fantastic yes. people. Hit it. Here we go. Dane, Joel, Tony B., Jordan, Nick Marula, Alicia, Camden Griffith, Francisco Rivera, Cameron J., Kirlana, Big Big Andy, Bud Larson, Anita Richard, <laughs> Travis, Travis Hunziker, Brian Hernandez, Nick Fulgerson, Kale James, Senior Frog, Mr. and Mrs. Roommate, Greg Jackson, da- Jason Davis, and Daniel Skaggs. Damn. Thank you, guys. That soundbite is just for you. Yeah. You're literally the best around. (laughs) My God. It's the best idea I've had on this show. I hear hear Greg Greg Jackson. I just think Ray Jackson. I know. (laughs) For all we know, these names are completely fake. And people are just like, ha-ha, my name's Anita Richard. The majority of them are real. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. If you want to know more about our Patreon and how you can help us and get uh, extra content, go to patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. 95, 90. Oh. <laughs> Damn, bro! Wow. <laughs> wow, that's so embarrassing for you. Uh, <laughs> so, so embarrassing. Uh. Well, before we get started talking about playing video games as a kid, let's real quick talk about our sponsor of today's episode. It's no secret that we love booze. It's also no secret that we are big fans of supporting local. So it really shouldn't come as any surprise that we proudly sip on whiskey from Cedar Ridge Distillery. If you don't believe us, just trust the beautiful people of Iowa who made Cedar Ridge the number one selling bourbon in our home state last year. Or maybe you prefer to listen to the experts at the American Distilling Institute who named Cedar Ridge as a distillery of the year in 2017. What's super interesting about us three, if you haven't noticed yet, uh, we we do generally agree on things like broad picture when it comes to movies and just jank things in general. But the smaller details is where we differ a little bit, and it's totally the same on how we consume our whiskey. I'm just like quintessential American single malt neat don't you dare put a single thing in that glass mm. i want to feel the burn so i uh, see i'm I, I want all the things in my glass with that with a <laughs> delicious bourbon okay oh, so you're the bourbon okay. i like the bourbon okay and uh, i want a good like i want to make a homemade whiskey sour oh, that's okay. what i that's what i do okay mm, yeah i think you're both are wrong i gotta be honest because the only way for me to drink cedar ridge whiskey is that special slipknot number nine whiskey just drop a big old ice cube in there and enjoy my friends it's fantastic i I think (laughs) that it's made out of their sweat from their masks wow i'm pretty sure they have little droplets of sweat that go into the into the making of it so another iowa staple slipknot you cannot go wrong emphasis on the staple yes staple baby (laughs) regardless of how you like to drink your whiskey you need to grab a bottle of cedar ridge today if you're in iowa or around the midwest chances are damn good you can hit up your local retailer and buy some. If you're elsewhere in the country, go to cedarridgewhiskey.com to order a bottle and have it shipped right to your house. Jump on this whiskey train before they're the hottest whiskey in America. You'll say you liked it before it was cool, just like the Confused Breakfast, baby. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. Cedarridgewhiskey.com. Drink responsibly, please, and order some today. Cedarridgewhiskey.com. <laughs> Cedarridgewhiskey.com. Cedarridgewhiskey.com. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the program. We Here's what you came for. You wanted to hear us talk about Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. But I have a question. Did you guys actually own either of those systems as kids? I owned a Sega. So you were a Sega boy? Yes, I, I definitely owned a Sega. 
Wow. I, wow. Owen Super, Wilson. Su- wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Super Nintendo. I had, I had a Super Nintendo. So, okay, great. Wow. So, you're a Sega. You're a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yep. I was also a Sega. You were a Sega. I was a Sega. Oh, man. I am the minority here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to, but it's good that we have a little bit of, because okay. I'm, I'm sure we've all played games from the different systems. Sure. But, sure. but it was different. It's like you were picking sides, sort of, as a child. Yeah. On which yeah. one you were into. It's like uh, it's like the current like PlayStation Xbox thing that kind of yeah, goes on. Yeah. It's sort of like that, actually. Kind of like that. But yeah, like it was, uh, it was way more cutthroat back then. It really uh, was. Oh God! If you you better not be caught in the Sega group if you had Super Nintendo. <laughs> wow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue differently later, <laughs> a little later. But but the the crazy thing is, each of these systems could have totally gotten their own episode. I mean, they they yeah. exist in history together, though, due to this kind of fierce competition for sales and marketing between the two. So I mean, I think I think they deserve to live in the same mini bite together. Um, so I think we start off with a little bit of uh, history on the consoles. Yeah, what was it all about with these guys? Like, was is it uh, so they are uh, competitors, right? Oh, completely. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they were very, uh, very violently against each other. I mean, okay. competing for space. Think about it. It was it was Nintendo, NES, eight bit, and there was Atari. You know, but like NES had everybody. Yeah. yeah. But then when that when they moved from eight bit to sixteen bit, it opened this new market for other people to get involved. And and now you know the the hundred million consoles that was sold by NES. Now if there's two competitors, we're down to like fifty million True. a piece, yeah. right? So uh, I mean, we'll start with Sega, which is actually a super fun fact. Sega was released before Super Nintendo, oh. which I thought they kind of came out at huh. the same time or whatever. But Sega was first. So in the early 1980s, Sega Enterprises Incorporated was one of the top five arcade game manufacturers in the United States. Oh. But like we talked about in the NES episode, the, a downturn in the arcade business in 1982 seriously hurt the company. 82, huh? That's when the downturn of arcade games was a Apparently. Really? Really? Yeah, <clears throat> that's what it said. So uh, they began to think of new ways to get into the home console market. They they were seeing the eight, the eight bit Nintendo doing so well. So the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive, as it was called in Japan, was the third console that Sega had developed over that time period. At the time, Sega did not possess a North American sales and marketing organization, so they offered the rights to Atari Corporation, Mm -hmm. which Atari was looking to make that next move, right? They didn't have a 16-bit system. Atari declined to acquire the Sega Genesis, deeming it too expensive, and instead they opted to focus on the Atari ST (laughs) computer gaming system. The future? No, thank you. (laughs) No, nobody bought the Atari (laughs) ST. Not at all. And again, just a terrible, terrible move on Atari's part right there. Congrats. Yeah, so Sega says, okay, whatever. We're just going to launch this console through our own Sega of America subsidiary uh, which executed a limited launch on August 14th, 1989 in New York City and Los Angeles. 1989, good year. And, yep, and mm-hmm. then the Genesis was released for the rest of North America later that year. So late 1989. Wow. Um, they went really hard on the advertising. This slogan is amazing. <laughs> With their, their slogan included, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Ooh, <laughs> I think that's amazing. Slam, baby. Slam. Fucking mic <laughs> drop. But, here, but here's what's crazy. Sega struggled to overcome Nintendo's presence in consumers' homes, and they didn't have the overall name recognition. I mean, everybody knows Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you just know the name. Uh, so they were tasked by Nakayama to sell 1 million units in the first year, and they only sold 500,000. Wow. So they, they kind of went back to the drawing board. <laughs> they developed a four-point plan, cut the price of the console, create an American team to develop games targeted at the American market, expand the aggressive advertising campaigns, and replace the bundled game, the one that came with it. I mean, what what, what bundled game came with Oh, I don't know. I think it was maybe Mortal Kombat. No, so- Sonic. Sonic. Oh, okay. Sonic. Sorry. Sonic was not the initial game that came with Sega. It was called Altered Beast. Yeah, dude. Which I never played. Did you play it? I never played it on uh, console, but the, it is an arcade game. It's an game, arcade game. And it's a super fucking fun arcade game. Cool. Like, crazy. And I've never played it like as a kid, uh, like I just said, um, in like arcades either, but like there was a retro one uh, in Marion and uh, Marion, Iowa here uh, that has Altered Beast, and I played it, and it's a trip. Cool, it is a fucking trip, man. So one of my, I guess one of my questions, and I don't know if you 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 have this yet, but uh, so you said that they cut their price and they changed their game. Was Sega more expensive than it was? Sega okay. was more expensive than Super Nintendo. Gotcha. And okay. then they they 
they cheapened it up just a little bit. Because I figured that since we had one, it was like cheaper. Yeah, it was. Well, the Sega. Yes, the Sega. Yeah, was. I was figure. I figured because like our family, like You're we'll gonna, get we'll get the well, lesser. There, wait, one. there's two choices. Here. Yeah, yeah, Let's take the lesser one. Exactly. That's kind of how we were. I think. <laughs> save save ten bucks, bro. Yeah. Why not? So yeah. So then Sonic the Hedgehog comes out and just popularity skyrockets. The Genesis outsold the Super Nintendo nearly two to one during the 1991 holiday season. Jesus. Sega controlled 65 percent of the 16-bit console market in '92. Uh, the first time Nintendo had not been the console leader since 1985. Damn. Wow. Yeah. So Genesis outsold the SENS for four consecutive Christmas seasons due to its two-year lead, lower price point, and larger game library. Can you imagine just the nuclear fallout at SNES? Oh, my God. Like, just, I mean, like, all of the, especially the Americans, yeah. just like, oh, we're going to lose our fucking jobs. <laughs> going to step it up. Like, they're, they're talking to the, the creative people in the back, like, create a game. I don't know. Just uh, uh, Paperboy. I don't, we, well, that was cool, dude, right? So they kind of did. And w- when we get into Super Nintendo, they did essentially create a game. That then brought them right back to. The I mean, top. isn't that what you have to do? That's all you got to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, it seems like what these people do is just like you got to make the game of all games. Like, yep. yeah. when I think of Sega, I do think of Sonic, even though I said Mortal Kombat. Um, and then when I think of uh, Nintendo, I think of Mario. Yeah, you know, yeah, you you have your state. Like, what game do you like better is going to determine what console you're going to buy. Right? Yeah, and they were a little bit better in this. They they weren't just letting anybody just make a game sometimes they were striking deals to say no this game only exists on uh, this yeah. console yep. so sega sega's advertising positioned the genesis as the cooler console because mm. like a sony focus wow. group found that teenage boys would not admit to owning an sens rather than a genesis really really because because well think about it the super nintendo was more of the family friendly thing right and Sega was like this sleek kind of black console. Yep. But here's where it went nuts. So so the surprise arcade hit Mortal Kombat yep. uh, was released on both systems. But Super Nintendo being more family friendly, they cut out the gore. <laughs> right. Remember, there's we no blood. That there's yeah. no gore. Exactly. Yeah. But Sega said, yeah, right. Let's do it. They, they allowed the uncensored version with cheat codes. Uh, and they, de- they I think they outsold a three to one. Sega Mortal Kombat's to Super Nintendo. Wow. Damn. So overall, uh, 30.75 million first-party Genesis units were sold worldwide. Genesis was succeeded in 1994 by the Sega Saturn and officially discontinued in 1997. I do remember the Saturn, though. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of CD, right? Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of uh, uh, games, like uh, movie adaptations to games, I remember for Sega Saturn for some reason. Yeah. Like, that was kind of like the spur of that. I know they're like in... Uh, for Nintendo and stuff like that, there was like Home Alone and right. all those kinds of games. But I remember just like an up in uptake in uh, movie adaptations to games, yeah. like for uh, Saturn. Saturn. It's weird. Yeah. Well, and, and so like talking about the controllers and the system, I remember that the system just looked dope. It was yeah. black. Yeah. It was just very sleek. They've had the black controllers. Still both cartridges, right? It had. It was only one cartridge. Right? I mean, like uh, for uh, Nintendo and Sega, they were both cartridges. They were both, they were both cartridges. cartridges games. Okay. Yeah. But the Sega was like sm- It was a smaller cartridge. It was like, yeah, it was a little bit smaller. It was like rounded off and stuff. Yeah. Super Nintendo. You know, they, well, when we get to it, they were like blocky and like, yeah. yeah. You know, they were the, the classic gray and That's sort of their just, style. It didn't look as fancy or like as like you say as sleek as the the yeah. Sega Genesis. You know. Well, and they had think about it from. So I was an NES guy going from the two button. To now, there's three. Yeah, there's three sides. There's A, B, C buttons. A, B, C, and then eventually for games like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, they have to start adding. The controller had six buttons. It had That's one, two, three, right. and then one, two, three. Yep, and probably some top bumpers. Yep. Super Nintendo did the same thing. Eventually, yep. they said, "Oh, we got to add more. We got to we got to add more controllers." But uh, the the thing that like jarred my nostalgia was the Sega intro. <laughs> yeah, man. Sega! I mean that, and like Super Nintendo didn't have anything like that. No, it was just the minute the game started, it just you knew what you were playing. They announced yep. themselves to the room. Yep, this is what we're playing. Do that, that tune, big man. Blue insignia, yeah. like logo, just Sega. Think about think about pl- like PS2 uh, nowadays, or like when PS2 yeah. came out. Not nowadays. Nowadays. That's just what I play. Now and later. <laughs> now and later. <laughs> um, PS2 was like right when it started. I was like. <laughs> And like you, you were like jamming, or like you were doing your favorite fucking game, and had the thing cranked up, and then the, you didn't, you forgot to turn it down. Yep. So that is. So the next time it was just like, <laughs> like damn. damn. But like it, it, I mean, that's synonymous with that uh, intro there, you know. Oh yeah. Xbox oh, yeah. had the. 
I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm catching that sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> so they there's I think overall when they got to it, Sega and Super Nintendo ended up creating about the same amount of games. Uh, Sega said they had 713 games total. And at one point, Sega had 10 games for every single Super Nintendo game. Jesus. Uh, they also did... Super Nintendo had exclusive versions of Final Fight, if you remember that yes. game. Yes. Mm. But Sega, internal development team, this is where the wars started happening. Uh, they created Streets of Rage, yep. Yep. which is like the same game. But of course, they had bigger levels, tougher enemies, like a very well-regarded soundtrack in Streets of Rage. <laughs> Uh, Dude, that's where it's at. Like, you gotta have that sound bite. You gotta have that sound good. But so let's talk about some of the the Sega games. Uh, for me, again, being a Sega guy, there were more memorable games for me as a Sega guy. Like yeah. AJ, like, do you remember any specific game? Even though you didn't own the console, yep. you probably had a friend that did. Oh yeah. And do you remember any games that I, you really liked? I had. So I'll tell you the one game, the first game that I think. I ever remember my brother brought home and it was Beavis and Butthead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh dude. yeah. Seriously. Like it, like I remember him bringing that home and it was like, it, like he, he got the cheat code. So that way in like level two, when you get like the little plunger gun or whatever, dart gun, you had unlimited rounds for a little yes. bit <laughs> and it was like an auto gun. So I remember that kind of stuff. Um, but I, my, my, my cousin had, it was a game called Bubsy. I believe. I don't remember that Bubsy. one. Um, yeah, Bubsy. He was hmm. like this little like uh, squirrel-looking thing. <laughs> but he also had Beetleborgs. Do you guys remember the show no. Beetleborgs? I don't know it if was I like remember that either. Hardcore knockoff of like Power Rangers. Wow. Also had Power Rangers, by the way. There was a good video game for Power Rangers. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and uh, there was like a fighting game and stuff that the Power Rangers I had, or, and like it was also kind of like a street crawler one, I think. But, but I think uh, and uh, what was what was it? Uh, not Streets of Rage, but what was the other one? Uh, well, the the Super Nintendo one was Final Fight. <clears throat> Final Fight. But they didn't do that on Sega because they had exclusive right. rights. They had, right. And on Sega, they had Streets of Rage. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. And I remember Streets of Rage. I also remember um, the last one I think I really remember other than like maybe like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat was um, Spider-Man Carnage. Ooh, okay. I don't know I if think, I played that one I either. Spider-Man Carnage on on is that, that where he was thing. actually doing the web and like going down the street with it? Was, it? it was like it was like a side scroller, kind of like Streets of Rage, but you were Spider-Man or Venom. Cool, yeah, Damn. it was badass. They I'm, had it for Super Nintendo, but I remember playing it on uh, Sega Genesis. Do you remember any games? I remember some games. Yeah, I remember. I mean, obviously, Mortal Kombat was a huge oh, yeah. one in the household. Like, I, I and I know we had the Sega one, so it, there, there was all the gore. And I know my my dad and my brother were like super good at the fatalities and everything. Oh. And I I never really was, but um, yeah, we've talked about that at length on our Mortal Kombat episode. So go <laughs> check that out. Length. But uh, uh, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog was huge too. Dude, one, two, and yeah. three. Plus, then they had Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic and, Sonic Knuckles, and Knuckles and and Tails. I mean, like. There's there's a guy on TikTok called Old Time Hockey. I don't know if like you guys follow him or anything, but uh, he he'll just like make food in his campfire and like go back to his cabin and play retro video games. And it's like the most relaxing thing. And it, like I saw him play Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails, and I'm just like that I want to play it so bad. That might be the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the best. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know why I've ever <laughs> talked not talked to you guys about it. But That's amazing. I will show you some. Um, but yeah, man, Sonic was huge like for us. And I remember, I remember one time actually uh, playing with my brother. Um, I think because you could play two player, right? You could at, at some. I think with maybe it was two or three. That's when all of a sudden tails and knuckles would yeah. show up with you. And yeah. Uh, so you could like ra you could uh, get the best time, I guess, on, yeah. on shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember like my brother would always beat me, and then like my my parents were uh, uh, around at this time, and they were like cheering me on because he would always Come on, win. Sean. And I uh, finally won like by a fucking hair, like a sonic <laughs> a sonic dick hair, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just like a really, really good moment for me. But yeah, man, I, like Sonic was you just spiked it into the TV and broke it, so he couldn't play anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it was Sonic Two. Remember, like the the bonus round, the half pipe yes. with the rings, like oh, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, just that you've never seen anything like that when that so first fun. came out. Have, have you guys seen the movie at all, Sonic? No. Sonic okay, no. I haven't either. But I hear it's great. Is it, it really? Yeah, I hear it's actually like really fun. But anyway, um. One huge, huge game for me, and it was like the game that I played uh, was a game called Vector Man. Okay. Oh my it was, god! You just played this like green 
guy. I don't know if he was a robot or like an alien or something. He's like made of balls, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> pretty he was honestly, ball. Like, like me. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Mike is just Mike, all Mike, balls. Mike, Mike made this small hand gesture in his lap too when he said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> He's flippy flopping his balls. I, did, I didn't mean to do that, but just in case you didn't know what I was referring to. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you need to do the Patreon so we can do some video. Down here, baby. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, it was a side scroller, just like Sonic or anything like that would be. Like you get to the main bad guy at the end and shit. I don't know, man. Like that move, that uh, game just stuck with us, and uh, that was that was like my the ones yeah. that I played mostly. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give you a few of mine. I mean, you cannot. You ha- when you're talking about that era of video games, NHL '94. Oh wow! I mean, like, is there a better hockey game? I mean, I know things have improved, and and wow. NHLPA is all yeah. and all these games, but like. To be Wayne Gretzky and to be able to fight, and there's blood. I mean, it's been referenced in movies. Yeah. And again, we're talking about swingers for the second week in a row, but uh, like <laughs> they're playing NHL '94. I mean, and then you even get into like Madden '94. That yeah. w- that became a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. It's it started the EA Sports. It's in the game. Like that. That's it's where it started. My buddy had NBA. NBA, dude. NBA Jam. NBA Jam. What a game! Here we go. So, so that was the problem. Is I always wanted to play NBA Jam because that one, the music, <laughs> and it was yeah, fucking bad. He's but on fire! He's on, he's on fire! <laughs> and I always wanted to play that. And he was like, "Oh he yeah." He wanted to play real NBA. Didn't yeah, he? he was like, "He's like, oh, I've got, I've got uh, N- NBA '93." And it, like we'd play, we'd turn it on, and it felt like it took forever to try to get into a game. And there's no music. No, it's there's, just squeaking. It's just of shoes. like <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> travel. You traveled. How NBA, the fuck did I NBA travel? NBA Jam. You didn't have to know how to play basketball no, to play you, NBA Jam. You didn't know that you needed to press a button so you could dribble the fucking ball. <laughs> it's like oh, you traveled. So that's like that's like having a hockey game and like. Puck handling, yeah, like that's no. that's a skill no, you have to do. Just like automatically stick. do that. Exactly, just do that. You're a basketball player. That's great. <laughs> Speaking of sport, there there was a game called Mutant League Football. Does anybody remember Ooh, that one? No, that sounds great. Kind though. of a cool one. There was uh, me being a helicopter nerd, as I've talked about many times on this podcast. There were three different uh, games: Jungle Strike, Desert Strike, and Urban Strike. Ooh, I remember Jungle Strike. Oh my yeah. god, what a cool game! I mean, yeah. you were just this helicopter that could fly around towns and start blowing up Fucking buildings and up. cars. I mean, yeah. everything I you ever wanted out of GTA down the road was mm-hmm. like, you could do it back then. Yeah, great, great game. I, also, you, I mean, Sega Classic Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> if there's ever a more peaceful game in Is the that entire class that was that was actually really hard to play, but like the you could just jump out of the water and come Looking back down. Come back down. And, all Ac- right. Our our friend uh, angry video game nerd like goes on a rampage about that game on one. Speaking of, of rampage, it's one of my favorite games. Rampage, that, so good. Is that, that that's rampage. Sega, right? Yeah. It, it, I think it was it was Nintendo. It was Sega. Okay, it was Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Still still super fucking fun. I remember we uh, my girlfriend and I were just at a Dave and Buster's and there's like a, a big huge like yep. uh hd version of it now it's it's just you you smash buildings That's all and, you do and and you smash people that are trying to kill you and you see how long you can last it's and you can play like an alligator or uh like a uh t-rex was there and like and like a big monkey a monkey and then and a wolf and, and the rock is in there too the rock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mark Wahlberg shows up. Mark for Wahlberg, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Yep, Vin Diesel. I, hear, I hear that the Rampage movie is actually. Then to really find fun. out that sure all the is. monsters are actually family and nothing, <laughs> could, <laughs> nothing could be defeat family. Oh so. yeah! Shut up. <laughs> there was there's one particular mo- uh, video game that I got to talk about for Sega, especially because my my dad my dad and mom are avid listeners. They're they're hey hey Rick and Sue. What up? Good to hear you guys. But uh, uh, let's let's do like one minute with no swearing. Okay, ready. Here we go. But uh, there was a game called Road Rash. Do you remember Road Rash? It was a motorcycle yeah, game. Heck it was yes, a racing motor game. Yes. And you could pick up like chains and hit other yes. ones. We would, we would be gone. I said this about Nintendo. It started happening on Sega. We'd be gone for the day. Yeah. And we'd come home and my dad's in the basement just playing Road Rash. I mean, like <laughs> loving yeah. the game. Is he a motorcycle guy? No, not at all. Like that? Just okay. it's a really fun game. He's okay. like, oh, I hit the guy with the chain. He fell off his motorcycle. Yeah. Like, cool. Cool, dad. I did that too. It was awesome. That, they had That's the, flipping sweet. Yeah. They had these, they had these uh, really neato cutscenes. I don't know if they actually had them on Sega Genesis. 
Genesis, but I remember it on Road Rash, and my buddy had it on computer. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And they had these, like, real reenactments of people, like, after you lost, <laughs> then, like, people hitting you over the your motorcycle helmet over the head with a beer bottle and <laughs> pouring a beer on your head, or or if you won, then girls came up and kissed you yep, on your yep. motorcycle <laughs> like really helmet. Really nice com- computer graphics of a girl in a bikini. Yeah, yeah. something like that, you know? They just that's what they did. Do you remember on that same vein there was a there was one called Skitchen? It was a Ooh, roller yeah, yeah. it was a rollerblade game that you were going down the interstate and you could grab onto a car. Yes. And the car would pull you further and you'd go over a ramp and punch somebody. That was a big game for me and my brother. And the only other two that I I kind of went through all the games, I said, What were my favorites? Um it's not very well received from what I understand because it's kind of a hard game, but the X-Men game for Sega oh, was wow. incredible. In yeah. my opinion, because you could pick whatever X-Men you wanted to be, and they had special powers, and yeah. it was hard. It was a very hard game, but mm-hmm. being a huge X-Men fan, I, that was a, it had to be in my library. Yeah. And there was a Jurassic Park game, which we're going to be talking about in a couple weeks, but there was a really <laughs> cool Jurassic Park game. Okay. You could pick, you could either be Alan Grant or a Velociraptor. Oh, I do remember this, yes. And you could pick, you could depend, depending on what you wanted to do, you could pick which one you wanted to be yeah, in the yeah. scene. Oh, my Lord. It was pretty good <laughs> and oh, scary. Oh, no. Because I was oh, yeah. scared to shit of dinosaurs back then. <laughs> I mean, it's over. I mean, yep. it's over now, dude. <laughs> Turn it off. Anything else you want to talk about on the Sega? Any other games you can remember? I think I'm good. I can't think of anything else on, on Sega. I will just lash out uh, obnoxiously oh, if I, I remember gonna... something like that. Okay. Well, let's move along. So so Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. They were looking <clears throat> to capitalize and improve on the 8-bit Nintendo success. Uh, so released in 1990 in Japan and South Korea and then in the United States in 1991. This is two years after Sega. The Super Nintendo is Nintendo's second programmable home console following the 8-bit Nintendo uh, from 1985. The console introduced advanced graphics and sound capabilities compared with other systems at the time. The system was designed to accommodate the ongoing development of a variety of enhancement chips integrated into game cartridges to be competitive into the next generation, Mm. which the the 8-bit Nintendo, once it was done, it was done. There's There's nothing that could be improved upon. Yeah. Uh, so the Super Nintendo received largely positive reviews and was a global success, becoming the best-selling console of the 16-bit era after launching relatively late and facing intense competition from Sega Genesis. Uh, overlapping the NES's uh, 61.9 million unit sales, the Super Nintendo remained popular well into the 32-bit era with 49 million units sold. Mm. Uh, it was discontinued in 2003, but that goes to show you they sold 60. 2 million units of the 8-bit and then they only sold 50 million of the 16-bit because now there's Sega also uh, also yeah, taking... Yeah. So competition came in heavy. Exactly. Gotcha. If there was no such thing as a Sega, they probably would have sold like 100 million consoles. Right. But, you know, that's how it goes. So, so like I said, it was re- released in Japan at first in November of 1990 under the name of Super Famicom. Because remember, Famicom, Famicom yeah. was yeah. Nintendo. It's interesting how they all have different names. Yeah. In different countries, they have to call it something different. Yeah. Kind of strange, right? They, they looked different, too. They, yeah. They literally, like, built the systems looking differently. Super Famicom was like... Oh, family computer, family council, whatever yeah. it was. And but in America, no. It looked really yeah. weird. And then they had to call it Nintendo here. And it <laughs> and it looked I don't know. And then it, like as it went on, they started releasing like different versions of the council. Yep. They had the Yoshi one, they had yeah. like, the Gen two or whatever. It was really weird, man. I don't get it. It was like certain countries have to like do their own thing, you know? Yeah. Like it's weird, like some movies will have different titles in different countries and different areas and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, we're gonna we're we like it, but we're going to do our own thing with yeah. it. We're going to call it Super, super Blast and Super Blast McFace. Super Blast Game Man. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> super Mega Fun Time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Super Mega Fun Time. We're going to paint it yellow. Super Mega Fun Time. Play that. Play that <laughs> I don't actually. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> to take that. And make it one next time. <laughs> So, like, like I said, it was a total success. Nintendo's initial shipment of 300,000 units sold out within hours. Oh. And then this was in Japan, so under Famicom. Okay. The resulting social disturbance led the Japanese <laughs> government to ask video game manufacturers to schedule future console releases on weekends. <laughs> just Jesus. from the release of Super Famicom. Uh, yeah, insanity, right? So the Wait, rival- so it they wanted to release on weekends because there was I guess to not disrupt like business. Wow, that was happening. Yeah, yeah because there's slave labor over there, pretty <laughs> Basically, much. Basically, right? They work Whoa. like twenty three hours a day. Yeah. 
So here, here's where it's crazy. So the, we talked about the rivalry. Uh, it's been descri- it's been described as one of the most notable console wars in video game history, which actually says a lot because I feel like you have PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, and they've been competing for ages, but they're talking right. about this is like the crazy one, right? And we talked about how Sega positioned the Genesis as the cool console, but Nintendo uh, they went all in and they they scored on an early public relations advantage. Um, by having like the f- more family console name, mm. uh, they also secured the first console conversion of Capcom's Street Fighter. Oh wow! So like they were the first ones Ooh. to get Street Fighter over. Where Mortal Kombat, I think, hit both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But Street Fighter Two only went to Super Nintendo, and I remember that. So I was a huge Street Fighter fan, playing playing the arcades, yep. and then I couldn't get it on Sega, <laughs> and that was a huge disappointment. Oh. Uh, so it took, yeah, it took more than a year to make the transition over to Genesis. Um, even though the Genesis had a two-year launch time uh, uh, advantage and a much larger li- library of games, plus lower price point, it still only represented an estimated 60% of, of consoles in June 1992. So neither had a definitive lead. They, they were all claiming, oh, I sold more, I sold mm-hmm. more. Uh, and it was probably Sega that had the lead on most of this, like we talked about. And how that here's where Nintendo got their game. Do you remember what? Do, can you do you know what game it was that positioned Nintendo as the leader for the rest of the time? What um, was it? It was one particular game that it was said to have helped establish Super Nintendo's market prominence for the latter years of the 16-bit generation, what and it, and for a time even maintain against PlayStation and Sega Saturn. That's how popular to be this game Super was. Super Mario World. No. Okay. Was it Super Mario at all? No. Okay. So then Zelda. It it was no, it it wasn't but, something that I thought of immediately, but well, then when you hear it you go, Oh Star right. Fox. My, no. My thing well, my big one was like it's a great game though. Um I'm trying to think of like the off the wall ones that I like. Yeah, so it would have been later. Fantasy. It would have been later on in the years of, of Super Nintendo. Uh, Not Final Fantasy. I'll give you one more guess. Super Mario Kart. No. That was that was way early on in Lo- awesome game. Looney Tunes. No, Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey shit. Kong Country was the game. Yeah. That, that that basically Nintendo said this is only available on Super Nintendo. Yeah. And it's the best game ever. Is That's basically right. what people said because it looked insane. Yeah. It looks incredible compared to yes. like a lot of the earlier games. God, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I remember my, if my brother was listening to this, he's probably I screaming hate, at me. I <laughs> hate you. He's like, you son of a. Anyways. Um, but yeah, oh god, that makes such perfect sense. Yeah. Oh. So so according to Nintendo, the company had sold more than 20 million Super Nintendos in the US and that they outsold the Genesis by 2 million total. What US. year was this? Uh, I think it was 94. Okay. Um, Four. So it tells you that was really basically like uh another 3 to 5 years. Um they they eventually moved on to the next Nintendo console in 97 with the N64. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh and then this Nintendo ceased production of the Super Nintendo in 1999. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the history on the Super Nintendo. Do you do you remember the controller and like the console of that game? Yeah, right, vividly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So this was like the I didn't have this. I, like I said, we had the Sega. But every time I went over to my uncle's yep. to watch Heavyweights and to watch the Goonies and to watch uh, Richie Rich, um, there was also this game console there, and we played uh, Mario Brothers all the time. We played Donkey Kong, and then we play. Um, like the older version of Paperboy, pretty much, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, I, it's like you know, like the the double yep. eject car- cartridge, yep. like a gray uh, like system. But then like yeah. the eject buttons were like purple or blue or something <laughs> like that. And yeah, the controllers are like that classic and the Nintendo. Then that was it. The it was two. It was an A B. Yeah. But then it was an XY on top of it. That's right. But the the D-pad was the same. It had select start. You had R and L. Well, so at first, they didn't. They didn't? No, at first, because I I couldn't remember. I'm saying they had to have bumpers. No, at first, it was just A, B, X, Y. Hmm. Oh, you're right. And then eventually, these games start coming out like Street Fighter. Because think about it. The only negative about Street Fighter for Super Nintendo was that... With Sega, you had one, two, three, one, two, three. You had your, yeah. your six buttons there, yeah. your, your light, medium, and hard punch and kick. Yep. Yep. But with Super Nintendo, you you only had the two, and then a bumper was the third bumper. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And that was a little fucking difficult. Hard, too. It was very fucking Super, hard. In, in Street Fighter, that was tough to get like the full-on fireballs. Yes. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be fucking tough. Oh, can you <laughs> no, I, yeah, I do remember that. I remember always trying to f- throw the 
hardest Hadouken. Yeah. And it was really <laughs> hard to do because you had to, you had to, do you had to go down to medium-sized Hadouken. Yeah, yeah, you just had to throw a couple of them. Those, throw them off. <laughs> and they would let you rearrange the buttons in yeah. the setup, but I don't know. I ain't doing all that. I ain't Come doing on. that. Give Come me on. that factory setup. Yeah, I don't want that custom shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? So what? Okay, so AJ, we're going to go to you first. Uh, you being a Super Nintendo guy, Bring it. W- give me some games. Uh, so... I I have a lot of them off the bat and like so I have stuff like Contra 3 that was a big one um Chrono Trigger uh Final Fantasy 3 or 6 if you're over in Japan <laughs> yes. it, was, it was 6 that was actually What are they on now like 70 something uh, I think so yeah I'm pretty no, sure No for real it's the last fantasy guys <laughs> and, and it's it's I swear to god it's the last fan, fi, I final I swear fantasy. to god final it, final fantasy It's it's super final fantasy uh <laughs> That and they're yeah, but they're actually just on the reissue of the Final Fantasy. <laughs> so this is the Final Fantasy, but this is the prequel. So right, it's right, fine. right, right. Yeah, 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 Um, but there was also like all the all the random bullshit that was in there so too. I mean, games. they had reissues of so many video games from Nintendo. Yeah, Super Punch Out. Yep. Oh yeah, amazing. Where they, um, they capitalized on some of the success of the 8-bit and yep. said, we can do it better. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, they had uh, Mario Kart was in there, I think. They had, um, they I mean, they reissued everything. Uh, Mario All-Stars. Uh, dude, I can't, I, there are so many video games that I remember like playing um, as a kid. It's it's insane. It's the console it's it's one of two consoles that I go back to as an adult, and I just have to like relive it for a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I don't play a lot of video games anymore. No. But these are the ones that I can just like sit down. I'm okay to invest like 45 minutes to an hour and be like, "Cool, I'm good. I got my my little video game fix, and yep. I'm, I'm good. Yep. That's it." Yeah. Well, you if you're going to talk about Super Nintendo, I mean, I I don't know if there's a more iconic game than Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. It's just where it all starts, you know. Like especially like and as adult now, like it's. I will play that and do a drinking game any any day of the week. Any day, like, yeah, time. It's what do you do? Like you you like every time. Uh, what what is it? Every time like you get stunned or something like that, you gotta like drink or no, you have to finish your beer before you you end the race. Yeah. Oh, but you want you want to win the race too. So you like you could either you could just drunk go cart. as fast as you can and then drunk chug. Cart. Yeah, yeah. Or or you could you could let everyone else go chug your beer and then try and win the race right. after that. You know. So <laughs> so that's the fun. thing. If you've never played it, guys, the 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 official rules are you you cannot drive and drink at the same time. Yes. That's so it. Your, <laughs> your cart so has to be, and you have to finish your beer before you finish the race. Yes. Okay. So strategy could be chug the beer all at once, like you said, and then you just get done with your beer, and then you then you finish the race. Or after every lap, maybe. Yeah. Or you just try to get farther ahead, and then you chug some some of your beer. But if it's not done before you finish the race, you're out. You lose. Yep. So damn. Yeah, and I can I can remember plenty of dark nights. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this out. game in college. I can remember many a uh, a uh, uh, fruit by the foot fueled Kool Aid jammer <laughs> fueled nights yeah. with with yeah. this too. You know, and we didn't we didn't play like that. We yeah. didn't play like we do as adults. But uh, yeah, man, that one of the. Super Mario Kart was really fun. One yeah, of the first true like community games, yeah, mm-hmm. where you just brought a bunch of people together and yep. got to do this, and 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 then was it? I mean, at some point you could then start doing four at a time, kind of a thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if that a, was right off the bat. You had to get the addition of you, the. They had an attachment that plugged in to like port number two, and it went around and it added two more slots. Yeah, that's yeah. a game. The four people can play oh, at the same God. time. Yeah. Yeah. and then yeah, the, which led to the distinct like <laughs> thing of N64, you know, yeah. but it's so crazy how they progressed to that with yeah. Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. You know, I thought it's just, it was wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Donkey Kong Country, obviously we talked about how how great that was. Super Mario Kart, Street Fighter being the first, I mean, that's that's my game. We talked about yeah. that in past things. Street Fighter's mine, so you got to give it up for Super Nintendo, but then you think about some of those first couple games that came along with it, like Star Fox. Star yeah. Fox. What a weird like kind of bad graphics, but oh. sort of awesome game. Just because it was like a, a a fox in space, I'm like cool. I like that. I <laughs> think know? I'm into this. I think I'm I'm in. I want to draw you. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's exactly it. I got a Nintendo Power magazine, and I wanted to draw all the Star <laughs> exactly. Fox characters. You know, um, dude, I I cannot think of 
I remember I remember getting I've told the story on the podcast before, so I apologize. But I remember when we got the Super Nintendo and I didn't really know a lot about it. But my oldest brothers definitely did because they knew all about regular Nintendo. When we got it for Christmas, it was uh, my brother, Ray, oldest brother, hauling this thing downstairs saying, I play first. (laughs) And then my brother, David, second oldest, I play second. (laughs) And then Bob said, I play third. And then me falling up, I play fourth. I guess I'm fourth. I get to play fourth. (laughs) You guys, I heard that you can do it to where four people can play the same. They're like, no, this one doesn't work that way. And actually, (laughs) also, I'm fourth, too, so. And most, uh, most I'm of the time, twice. it was always, it was always like, and the, the game that came with it was, um, Super Mario yep. um, in, in that package. And that was what they were playing. And you could do, I think, I think you could play two player, you could set it for two player and, but Mario and Luigi looked identical. Yeah, well, Ray would always play Mario, and Dave would always play Luigi. And I don't know how many times Bob and I actually got to play. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well. well. You guys are talking about all these exciting games like Donkey Kong and Nintendo, or not Nintendo, but uh, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers Mario Kart and everything like that. But you guys are missing out on like one of the most exciting games I think we haven't really talked about yet. Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> Super Tetris. Are you are you a good Tetriser? You like Tetris? I do. You do. I'm very good at Tetris. You are. Yeah. This is a bit. I actually really like Tetris. You do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I, okay, fine. No, no, I, I, I'm there with you. Like n- the games I want to play now are these kinds of games. Yes, like Tetris and like what, uh, like Mahjong. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like the video version of Mahjong. <laughs> but no, I like especially like arcades now. They'll have like the like once you drop one or something like that, it'll be like it'll be like a, a, a casino. Like once you do something good, it'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> you got 98 tickets just, try, just to try to make it exciting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I know I know this. I know that Super Nintendo had a dual Tetris Dr. Uh, Mario. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and I do remember that. I remember the the boxes of Super Nintendo games so distinctly, yep, yep. man. Yeah. And 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 N64 probably more so, but I remember for for Nintendo uh for Super Nintendo, it always said Super Nintendo at the bottom. It always had really cool art and like the exclusives, they said it had the little flip down at the top corner. It said exclusively for Super Nintendo, yep. only for Nintendo. Yeah. Like that kind of a thing. That's a good marketing <laughs> ploy, too. Yeah. Just be like, I'm sorry, but <clears throat> this is the only way you can play this game. I I remember I remember for some reason that always excited me way more than going like later on in life to go grab like an Xbox game that was a disc. Mm. I was so excited about the cartridges, man. Yeah. I don't know if that was a weird thing. No, that was part of the experience for all those games. It was yeah. the the holding. That was what this podcast is all about. It's, it's the like the holding VHS. it in your hand and going, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah, and dude. then realizing the graphics on the cover are nothing like the graphics of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. There were uh, there were Super Nintendo also had cartridges that were special colored, mm. and so I think Zelda had a gold one. Um, and oh, I remember, yeah. I remember, um, like th- what I was talking about earlier for for Sega Spider Man. Venom or uh, Carnage yep. is what it was called. It was a red one. Oh, cool! There were there were like they had so many different like special colors for like some of the games. I remember. Oh, Killer Instinct. The game. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember Killer Instinct? I don't remember that one. That was oh, God. was it like camo or something? No, it was a <laughs> fighting game, and it had like it had like really weird like I don't know fantasy characters or whatever. I was all about fighting game fighting games. Oh, as a kid. me too, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Killer Instinct. I can't remember. Like there was a couple other ones um, that I might have to look up. But. Do you remember? You remember F Zero? Yeah. F Zero was like Dude. I think it was one of the initial games. Fighter Jam. No, it was like car. It was like weird futuristic oh, okay. cars, right? Also, there was I, I didn't realize this, but um, Super Nintendo was the very first uh, Sim City game. Oh, so really? think about what a game changer that has been over the decades. Oh shit! Sim City, the initial game. Came out on Super Famicom, Super Nintendo. Wow. And just, I mean, created a whole... No- if you think about what that game created... I'm sure there's Sims podcasting now. It, Yeah, everything. I mean, oh just God. in all the all the the tunnels it's gone down since to where now even just like the like the Fortnite and stuff like yeah. that is kind of like SimCity. I think it, they call it the Fortnite, too. The Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite is what I call it. The Fortnite. 
I yeah, you know, know them kids and and the Fortnites. You know the, the Fortnites <laughs> and their and their pop punk music and you know. <laughs> oh man, dude, I, I'll I'll give you the rundown of my fighting games. I, I, I give found, it to us. I found some of them. Okay. Okay. So, so obviously you've got like like Street Fighter and Mortal like Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, but you've also got Clay Fighter. You got Final Fight, um, which is kind of a fighting game. Um, there was uh, Killer Instinct. Clay Fighter was a big one though for some odd for some odd weird reason, and then there was um, like this. There was like the precursors of like Virtua Fighter and shit like that that came out on PlayStation later. But I don't know. There, I I oh, this is the only thing I could play against my brothers and actually win. Yeah, and actually like do okay at mm-hmm. even though it's maybe just mashing buttons back then. <laughs> but I still it's felt cool. You don't know what you're doing. You it's not even, fair. You don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> well, then why don't you do it then? He's not even trying. Beat me then. I don't know. Beat me. <laughs> he just spams that button. He's just tripping me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's it's that that's that's the whole point of of episodes like this and these mini bite ones is there's so much uh, nostalgia with the movies that we talk about but there's just those elements of pop culture that that take you back to being a kid and mm-hmm. like you said it's holding on to a a cartridge or mm-hmm. seeing some gameplay on youtube from a game you're like Gah! instantly transformed back to yep. it yeah dude it's amazing yeah i and honestly like that's all i ever I, I realize that that's almost all i want out of these things <laughs> that's all it's mm-hmm. just that little burst of nostalgia and like I'll probably get bored with the game. Of course yep. you will. About twenty minutes. Of course in. you yep. will, bro. <laughs> but you got that nostalgia. You got that hit in. Yep. That I fix, got that dude. hit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- get it, get us on the Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters and all that and TikToks and tell us what your favorite Sega Super Nintendo games were. Um, you know, we're gonna get back into the movies. We're gonna check check this out. I wrote this ready. Um, tune in next Wednesday as we a button back into movie reviews. Jesus, you like that? Oh, Get wow. it? Because like a button was usually jump, <sighs> right? Am I fired? <sighs> Am I fired? <laughs> You can do, I get it. Do you have a whoop, whoop, whoop? Uh, You know, like, am I allowed to? This is not a... This isn't paid. Do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, uh, Miles. Miles. <laughs> that, yeah, that's... It. I had to pay a lot for this little console because it's got actual Miles Davis. <laughs> Miles <laughs> <Trombones>. <laughs> If that's what you were referring I to. I think so. I couldn't get <laughs> it. I think that was a trumpet, and that was a trombone, so I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Congrats. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, though. Yeah, keep keep up with us on all the social medias. Give us a voicemail, 319-804-9596. Uh. And as I said, as we jump to conclusions, uh. you know, we'll be we'll be tackling. It's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. <laughs> we'll be tackling quintessential summer camp movie heavyweights. Woo! We're back yeah. into the movies, baby. It's summertime. We hope we have. Hope you're having the best summer of your life. Yeah. That's yeah. all I want to say. I know I am because I personally am. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the best. Hell yeah, cool. Well, we will catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. Confused breakfast. Pull the power cord out. Deuces. Bye. <laughs> hey, listen. This is. It's not the right song I was planning on playing. <laughs> you but, son of. A but we're gonna leave. Is this, is this your own beat? You just want to promote at the end of this episode? <laughs> anyway, check me out. Uh, salt, salt, Mike Salty Raps.com. Salty beats. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna let the song play. Yeah, it's, whatever. It's kind of a cool outro song, right? <laughs> Goodbye. Confused. Breakfast is confused. Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. 50-inch screen running. Oh, Oh. that's the end, I think. (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.